0: You are listening to the Pursuit of Manliness podcast where we are vigorously equipping men to pursue biblical manliness. This is our midweek A Quiet Life podcast that focuses on living a quiet life, mind your own affairs, work with your hands, and be dependent upon nobody. For more information, visit us at thepursuitofmanliness.com. It is... uh... No secret that I am directionally challenged. I think I could get lost in my own backyard. I'm always amazed <clears throat> at those guys. You'll say, uh, hey, how do I get to whatever, you know, place, location? Well, you need to head west. And then I'm like, stop. I'm not Lewis and Clark. Does, don't don't tell me. I'm not an Eagle Scout. Just uh, Is there a subway? Is there a McDonald's? there's a reason why the good Lord let us have street signs so we know where we're going. What's the name of the road? Like, what am I looking for? Is there an exit, right? But some of you guys, I don't know if there's like a compass built into your nose or uh, how do you figure, I don't know how you know. I asked a group of guys that a while back, I'm like, which direction am I facing right now? And like half the room said east. Like, How did you know that? Like, how did you know, like looking, I, I don't get it. As a matter of fact, I, on my desk here, I have this pretty, not, it's upside down. There you go. I got this pretty, uh, Fancy handheld GPS. We like to go hike and, and we're not scaling walls or anything, but we like to go on trails and, and, and see things, you know, as a family that, you know, and, and I have a wife and, and three kids. So I feel like not only am I on the trail, but I'm also like the protector. I'm responsible for these these people while we're out there. So I bought this handheld Garmin GPS thing. I even bought the case for it. So I'd put it in my backpack and protect this thing. And I have absolutely no idea how to use it. I'm probably not gonna read the manual. I, I I can't hardly figure out how to turn it on. It's not gonna help me if I went out on a trail. It as a matter of fact, when I first turned it on, it had like a like a, a pen in the, the the United States of America. Like I, I know I'm in America. I don't need that. What I needed to do is tell me like where am I at on a trail. I don't I probably will end up watching a YouTube video or something. Or it may just be an expensive paperweight sitting over here on this desk for months to come. I don't know. Um, and, and I thinking about that, that GPS and the fact that I'm always lost and I'm always, you know, directionally challenged, it's, it's a reminder that that's how a lot of us, myself included, have spent a lot of time in life, just being directionally challenged. And the very first verse I ever memorized as a kid was Proverbs chapter three, verse five and six. This is uh, it was a baseball player named Daryl Porter and Daryl Porter uh, played for the Kansas City Royals and the, the St. Louis Cardinals, and uh, he would sign his name, and he would write Proverbs three five six, which is trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding, in all your ways, acknowledge Him. And so I would, you know, that was the verse I memorized to this day. I, I still know it. That, and uh, and so I grew up in church, and I had made a profession of faith as a kid. And I went to a church, and then Monday through Friday, I went to Catholic school. So a couple things. I was always around theology, and I was always very aware that I am a sinner. Not only by the teaching and instruction I got on Sunday and at school, just my own life, my own conviction. Because while I knew that verse, trust the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding, all your ways acknowledge Him, He'll make your path straight. I have no idea what that meant. I have no idea what it meant to lean not on your own own understanding because at some point don't I have to make a decision? At some point, don't I have to try to fit in with my friends? At some point, do I realize the stories I tell are not near as exciting as the other people tell? So I'm gonna lie. I'm gonna make them bigger. I'm gonna like, you know, it, it felt like survival mode. I knew I believed in God. I knew I believed in Jesus. I knew the Bible was important. I had no clue what was in it. I had no idea how to live this out. And it's nobody's fault but my own because I exerted really no effort because in my mind, it was survival mode. Say what you need to say, do what you need to do, act how you need to act. But all the while knowing like what I wanted was to follow Jesus, but also really wanted to fit in. I also wanted to have friends. I also didn't want to feel weird, insecure, lacking. I mean, all those things. And if we're not careful, that's what we take into our adulthood, too. We kind of feel the same way. So I look back on that and ask, did anyone know that I was completely lost? Did anyone anywhere... And again, I'm not blaming nobody. Believe me when I say that. I'm not. Bl- but did anyone look at me and say, that kid has no idea what he's doing. That kid is just trying to fit in. He's just trying to act the part. Or he's just... Did anyone know I was in survival mode? Because I think a lot of kids are in survival mode. Do we at least identify that? I don't, what kind of help should I have asked for? What does the Lord giving me a straight path look like? Because when I was in school, junior high, high school, and even outside of school, you know, when I got into college and didn't like that, didn't do that, uh, you know, 18, 19, 20, whatever years old, like straight path looked boring, looked boring. I knew I wanted it, but nobody else in my circle was on that straight path. I don't think. If they were, they were just as lost as I was. None of us were living a straight path. Was anyone complete? Was was anyone aware I was just like utterly lost? Right. So how do we find the way? As a guy who's directionally challenged, even with devices, I got a couple apps, but every once in a while, like you go to somewhere on a hike and they're not going to work. So that's why I bought that. I can't even get that thing to turn on. But what do you do throughout the life that you don't just end up utterly lost? John chapter 14, Jesus is fixing on leaving the disciples. And he says, listen, I'm going to go prepare a place for you. and Where I'm going, you can't come, but I will come back for you. And when I come back for you, then you're going to come with me. And, you're and he's giving them these instructions like, pack your bags. We're fixing on going somewhere. He's not actually saying that. But he says, you need to be ready. Verse 4 of chapter 14, <clears throat> Gospel of John. And you know the way to where I am going. Come again and you know the way to where I'm going. Thomas, thankfully Thomas, spoke up. You know, in school, I wasn't good at raising my hand saying, teacher, I have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. Because I knew what she would do is she would address what she's talking about, and all the things that the teachers talk about build upon the previous thing, but I didn't get the previous thing either. So I am going to fake my way through 10th grade. I'm going to fake my way through 11th grade. I'm going to fake my way through 12th grade. Whatever I got to do, it is survival mode. Because when you don't know the way, when you don't know where you're at, it turns into survival mode, and you're just trying to survive. Thomas said, Lord, we do not know where you are going. He said, "Man, we got no clue. We talked about this. We're lost. We don't know where you're going. How can we know the way? Jesus says, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No one comes to God the Father except through me. I don't know the way. I'm it. We don't know how to get there. This is it. Jesus says he is absolutely it. Jesus, a phrase I use a lot is is point man. Jesus is the most perfect point man we could ever have, ever. So if you're wanting to find your bearings, if you will, where are you at right now? If you dropped a pin on your life, as you sit in your truck, as you listen to your AirPods, earbuds, wherever you're at, where are you at right now? Do you need a point man? you need someone to say, this is the way this is the way you see a point man is is a soldier who goes ahead on patrol he 's the forefront he's he 's he's like a spokesman or an advocate When I go out with my wife and kids on a trail i 'm not always in the front, but I am always on i 'm always on i 'm mindful of where we 're at i 'm mindful of our surroundings i 'm mindful of what time it is i 'm mindful of the weather i 'm mindful of what we got in our backpacks. <clears throat> I'm mindful of you know maybe what we have to do next after this. So how long can we be on this trail? How do we get off this trail? Whatever it is, some of you are that for other people. Some of you are really strong appointment, no question about it. Strong faith, strong witness, strong legacy. Investing in others, you're in the word, you're discipling people, you're trying to do it. Some people are just not good at this at all. You're you you don't have a lot of direction. You might not even know you're lost. You're just aimlessly moving or not moving. Some people get down the path and they start to be a point man. They realize it is a lot more complicated and involves a lot more time than I anticipated. So I'm just going to find a place to sit, a stump. I'm going to find a stump and I'm just going to sit down. I'm going to call it good. You quit. You quit. You were going to, but you quit. And then some people don't leave the starting point at all. You got to the trail. You saw the trailhead. You see all the markers. You say, man, that looks really good, but nobody's really following me. Nobody's really around me. I'm just going to stay here. That's a terrible way to go. I want to tell you the starting point for all of you who are willing to do this or willing to be a point man, whether you're single, married, got kids, grandkids, whatever, you are a point man for somebody, whether you acknowledge it or not, whether it appears that they're following or not, you are. And the starting point is John 14, 6. I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No one comes to God the Father except through me. Jared, I don't know the way. Jesus. That's it. John 14, 6. You start there. That's your foundation. I didn't sign up to be a point man. Yep, you did. If you said, I'm in on Jesus, you're a conduit of the gospel. The gospel cannot stop with you. That's not how the gospel, the gospel is not drive-through service. Here's your bag, enjoy your food, see you later. The gospel is great. Here's your bag, here's your food. Now come on in. Let's help us make more sandwiches for more people. That's the gospel. The trail isn't about you. The trail isn't about your pictures you take along the way or whether you sit on the bench or whether you stay at the starting point. The trail is we're going to help other people move down the trail. We're going to help other people do that. Well, how do I do that? Because listen, if you've never had someone lead you on a journey, on a trail, it is an exceedingly difficult thing to do. Coming up, we're going to hit some trails, and we're going to be on some places where we've never been. We know what the book says. We know what the map says, but we have no idea what it's like. We have no idea what we'll encounter or who we'll encounter or what the obstacles are. We, we don't know. So we're going to depend on the resources we have available to us. Obviously, it's not going to be the handheld Garmin GPS because that's just extra weight in my pocket at this point. So I'm going to lean on the things that I do see, the things I can experience, the things I do have on my phone, the things I do have in print. Listen, we have been given the Bible. The Bible is is more than capable of getting you from point A to point B, no questions asked. Now, you may not like the journey, or you may not like the bumpiness or the terrain. You say, this is harder than I thought it was going to be. The Bible doesn't promise easy, ever. He will make your path straight, which means he'll make it obvious, but he won't make it always easy. A straight path is not always an easy path. It just means you don't veer to the left or the right. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, for the word of God is living and active, sharpening any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and spirit and joints and marrow, discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Does this I'm holding up my Bible if you're listening? Does this book you have, does it look like it's piercing your heart, joints, marrow? Because when I was in a kid, when I was in junior high, when I was in high school, and I was a young adult, I knew this book was important. I just saw it as I don't know, unhelpful to my life. I want to have friends. I want to fit in. I don't want to be called square. That's the word we use. I don't know what you use. Lame, whatever. I don't want to let people know that I don't have, or I am I don't have the money, or I have to tell stories or tell lies. <clears throat> One of the worst things you can do is start just lying. That's what I did. That was survival mode. Just lie. Just make up stories. Why? Didn't fuck. Like I had anything worth. No good stories. Nothing great. That's just what I did. I'm not. Again, I'm not blaming nobody. But if we're not careful. We take those same behaviors into adulthood. The Bible is more than capable of being our trail guide to get us down the road. Psalms 119, verse 9 to 10, how can a young man keep his way pure? How can an old man keep his way pure? How can a middle-aged man keep his way pure? How can a man with an identity crisis keep his way pure? How can a divorced man keep his way pure? How can a man who has a newborn in his house keep his way pure? How can a man whose wife he and his wife are separated keep his way? I mean, put yourself in there wherever you're at. How can you keep your way pure? Do you want your way to be pure? The psalmist says, guarding it according to your word. There's that Bible again. With my whole heart I seek you. Let me not wander from your commandments. Listen, you can wander off a trail if you want and do some exploring, and then um, you get lost. Or you step into some things you're like, shouldn't have done that. How can you keep your way pure? Do you want your way to be pure? Do you want to know what the Bible says about divorce? Do you want to know what the Bible says about adultery? Do you want to know what it says about lust? Do you want to know what it says about marriage? Do you really want to know what the Bible says about the church, about integrity? about raising children, about your money, about your time, about discipleship, about evangelism? Do you really want to know? Or do you just want to, I don't know, wander aimlessly and live in survival mode? I don't know how people get through this life without being in the Word. I don't know how you do it. And some of you go, I don't know how I'm doing it either. I'm barely hanging on. I get it. The Bible, again, is more than capable of getting you from point A to point B, but you have to get in it. First and foremost, you need to surrender to Jesus. you got to surrender to Jesus and say, listen, you are the ultimate point man. The example I follow is yours. You can learn from a lot of people. I hope you can learn from this podcast. I hope you can learn from the content that's out. That's great. But ultimately, you got to get to Jesus. I'm a flawed man. I don't have this figured out. I'm going to make mistakes. I'm going to say things that I look back and go, pfft. I was talking to a guy the other night about podcasts. You know what the funny thing about podcasts and video content is? It's like being in, when you were in high school, the clothes you used to wear and you look back and go, what was I thinking? But in the moment you thought it was really good. That's what putting content out is like. I look back on some things and think, what was I thinking? But you thought it was good in the moment. That's where I'm at now. But ultimately I want to get you to Jesus. He's the ultimate point man. But you be one too. I'll be one with you. Okay. We'll be point man together. Because it is hard to go on a path that you haven't had. There's a lot of guys go, well, no one's ever shown me the way. I, I understand that. I just said I was completely and utterly lost. I had the framework all around me. But for whatever reason, I didn't grab it. So like a Garmin handheld GPS, I wasted a lot of money. I wasted a lot of time. I wasted a lot of relationships. I wasted a lot of integrity. I wasted a lot of purity. I wasted a lot of everything just trying to find my way. You got to stop and say, I need help. The only way you're really going to get that help is Jesus. So you made a decision to follow him. That's great. Now do it. Now do it wholeheartedly. And if you're going to stay on that straight path, if you're going to be on that narrow road, if you're going to keep your way pure, if you're going to be a man of God, you got to get in the word of God every single day. When I start out on a trail, Unless I've been on it a number of times, most of the time, periodically, I'll just check and make sure we're we still good, are we still do it. Some of these places, you go hike and you go walking, I mean, they, there's a lot of different paths that are moving through, a lot of different people, you go, hey, there's people over there, maybe we should go that way. I want to make sure, are we, are we on the right place? Are we going the right way? The Word of God keeps you moving the right direction. It keeps you out of survival mode. And that's great that you're now being a point man. We need every guy to do this. Now will you help other people do the same thing? Help your wife if you got one. Help your kids if you got them. Help your friends and neighbors. Help your people at church. And even though it may not look like people are following, they're paying attention. And perhaps they're following from a distance. Perhaps they're following further back than you realize. Keep going the right direction. Do not live in survival mode. It's not a place you want to be. Don't fake it till you make it. Be honest with yourself. Find out where you're at on this map and say, okay, I'm getting in the word every single day and I am going to take it as truth. There will be times in the word that I will feel uncomfortable or inconvenienced. I wish the Bible said at the end of it all, these are all just great suggestions. At the end of the day, do whatever is best for you and whatever is most convenient. Oh, that'd be a lot easier. Listen, I didn't write this book. I certainly did was not around to pen it, and I wasn't the one that inspired it. God was. So as long as you can create a cosmos, you can create the framework and the rules within the cosmos. So if I'm going to keep my way pure, if I'm going to be a man of integrity, if I'm going to be on the right path and help other people be on that path, I don't want to live in survival mode. I want to live in the Word. So I need to pray for a few things. I need to pray that I'm an effective and influential point man. I don't want to take a walk by myself, but I I do want to lead people. I need to pray that I do it well and pray that God would direct my path straight. I believe if I try to do things God's way and I ask for his blessing and I'm praying for his His favor and his goodness and I'm trying to remain in his presence, I just got to believe God's going to get us where we need to go. Amen? I appreciate you guys. Think about that. I'll talk to you in a bit. Thank you for listening to the Pursuit of Manliness podcast. If you would, make sure to visit iTunes and leave a five-star review to let others know what you think of this show. When you get a chance, make sure to visit com to see what is available in the Gear Store, find more information out about Tribe, and much more. Thanks for listening, and let's keep pursuing biblical manliness.